Hello, and welcome to the SeafoodNews.com podcast. I'm your host, Michael Ramsing, production editor uh, for Seafood News in Underbury, and I'm reporting from our uh, home office here in Toms River, New Jersey. Uh, this week, what we wanted to talk about was some of the news that was coming out of the Goal Conference being held this week in Guangzhou, China. This is the uh, Global Aquaculture Alliances Conference, the 19th edition of the show, uh, where about 400 industry attendees are, are you know, getting a whole bunch of information on, on the current animal health certification and, and education that's being circulated around the global farm seafood industry. Attendees also get global aquaculture production estimates. Some of those include the uh, presentation by Jim Anderson. His shrimp forecast is generally a very well-attended workshop. This year, Anderson predicts global shrimp production to grow 4.2% annually. This does rely a bit on accelerated expansion Ecuadorian production, so he did say that it was a bit optimistic. Anderson also uh, commented a bit on, on Thai production. As some of you know, Thai production has improved in recent years uh, after periods of extended decline because of shrimp EMS, the disease that really ravaged production there for quite a bit back in 2013 and 2014. However, Thailand has bounced back. Disease uh, management has improved. There was a presentation uh, actually given during the conference by Robbins McIntosh. Uh, Robbins is the senior vice president of CP Foods, who's responsible for the shrimp breeding program. Robbins, uh, in studying major shrimp diseases for CP, found that all the diseases interact with each other. This includes EMS, white spot, EHP, and since they all do interact, uh, they cannot be addressed in isolation. Robbins presented to the crowd on Thailand's efforts to control diseases in their shrimp ponds. This includes the setting up shrimp toilets. This includes reducing densities, uh, reducing the amount of ponds, just a lot of different methods that the Thais have taken to clean up their, their operations and prevent such outbreaks that could pose a serious threat to you know the global supply. Basically, Robbins kind of summarized that there will always be issues with disease. It's just a natural occurrence in these farms, but there are definitely ways to mitigate the risk and and, and keep production consistent. It was said that Thailand will never really reach the 500,000 ton max that it had seen in years past. That production level just isn't really realistic anymore, but that it is likely for, for Thai production to kind of reach the 400,000 ton mark. Of course, all of these uh, shrimp data statistics uh, can be found by subscribing to Comtel uh, and by heading over to foreigntradedata.com, uh, both services that Ernerberry offers on a subscription basis. Some other news that came out of the conference uh, was the announcement that Jeff Sedeca would be taking his shrimp team from National Fish to Sunnyvale Seafood. Sunnyvale is the U.S. subsidiary of Gulian Aquatic, a, a Chinese shrimp producer. All parties are still working on a formal and final announcement, um, but the news did break this week that he would be taking his shrimp team over there, but that he would continue to work closely with National Fish. Finally, uh, one other item that came out of the conference that we wanted to touch on today was the, the pact signed by the Global Aquaculture Alliance to bring a formal certification agreement to China where best practices would be promoted to uh, certify uh, farm seafood uh, in China to increase sales to the U.S. market uh, and other markets. The agreement officially formed the International Aquaculture Products Quality, Safety, and Certification Partnership Program. The deal does promise to encourage companies in China to seek BAP certification, that's Best Aquaculture Practices Certification, in addition to HACCP, that is Hazard Analysis Critical Control Points Certification, in order to sell more seafood to the U.S. market. Basically, the agreement is a deal to increase Chinese seafood sales to the U.S. and other overseas markets while also maintaining transparency 
transparent and, and responsible farm seafood practices in the industry. So that really wraps up today's Seafood News podcast powered by Ernerberry. Remember, all this information and more is available by signing up to seafoodnews.com. You can also get premium market information, including quotations and import data, uh, by signing up to Ernerberry's Comtel and Foreign Trade Data Services. Check it out uh, at shop.ernerberry.com or give us a call at 732-240-5330. You can learn more about Ernerberry by visiting us at ernerberry.com. And please subscribe to our podcast channel on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Google Play. Leave us a comment, like us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, Let us know what we can do to improve the content here and and the service. And we'll talk to you later. I'm Michael Ramsing with SeafoodNews.com. Thanks.